Happy uh, Monday? Is it Monday? It's Monday. Happy Monday. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. It's the Pete Callender Show. I'm the Pete Callender. The number is 704-570-1110, 1-800-WBT-1110. And um, we got a lot of stuff to get to today, but mm-hmm. uh, the biggest news is obviously that the, uh, the chair is uh, <laughs> going to be taken from the studio. Mm-hmm. This was the wooden chair. So it, It's old, but it swivels. It, it mm-hmm. rocks. And... Uh, apparently, the former mayor, former governor, stole it from some resident of Charlotte. It was a Dilworth. That doesn't count. He, <laughs> well, he is in the. He, you drop by today. Welcome, uh, Pat McCory. He's a U.S. Senate candidate as well, former WBT host. You, uh, you drop by today. It's not specifically to get the chair. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, I, I just opened up a new campaign office on Providence <laughs> Road, and we have no furniture. None. So, so one is that of my your staff chair? members. This oh, is, you're going to give it to a staffer? No, I'm going to use it. This is the only. She said, "I've got a folding chair for me, Gov. You've got to bring another chair." And I said, "I've got one in the studio, at WBT." That and so you drove over here. I drove over here to put it in the back of my car. This is what you know you do when you're at the lowest echelon in politics. <laughs> Which is the U.S. Senate is the lowest. <laughs> for the U.S. Senate, you go pick up a chair at the WBT studios, which I got. This chair is a exactly the kind of chair my dad used to have, which I took from my brother after he passed away to sit in the governor's office. It was an old wooden, beautiful chair. And, um, well, not beautiful, but it's a 19 kind of 30s, 40s chair. It's vintage. And so I gave that chair after the governor gig ended to my nephew and put a little plaque on the back that it was owned by R.J. McCrory, Phil McCrory, Pat McCrory, now Wilson McCrory. And I saw this chair coming back from the Pat and Bo show one time and saw it on the corner of the road in Dilworth. And I just put it in my car. Swipe it. Well, it was no, it was next to a trash can. Someone was throwing it away. And I maybe pull- they were out, maybe they put the chair out there because they were standing guard over their trash can. There was no one, and that was there just was no one around. To- they maybe they put it out there so they could monitor if anybody was stealing from their trash. But it was it would have been odd had someone <laughs> taken a picture of the former governor, former yes. mayor taking a chair, sticking it in the back of his car. Right. See, I, now I thought I brought it here to the studio that morning and right. I got it, and it's been here ever since. Which has been how long has it been? Well, I've been gone now what four months? Okay, since my show right ended abruptly, and it was longer than, abruptly. Well, that was your doing. <laughs> That was your choice. Yeah, I wasn't as fired. I understand. I would have been I would have been fired sooner or later. I mean, you know, well, that's all later. radio jobs. <laughs> that's everyone in radio. But Even though we got to number one sooner or later, I would have gone over the line. The and, axe comes forever. Yeah, yeah. So, right. kind of like politics. That thing, from what I've been told, though, mm-hmm. that chair has been in the studio for like two years. Yes, two years. Two years. How has it taken two years? If you loved it. Why has it taken two Because years? I'm that desperate for a chair at now my campaign headquarters, yes. So if I had gotten hired prior to, say, two months ago, mm-hmm. no, then I, I might sent, have had a shot. I sent, no, I sent you a note. You sent me a note saying you were going to steal the chair. I didn't send you a note. I po- I posted it on Twitter oh, that's what for it was. all the got, world to see. And I got, a, I got a note from someone saying, hey. Pete's going to steal your Pete's chair. Pete's going to steal your chair. The, the, the new great afternoon host. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> well, well, was going to steal my there. chair on Twitter, yeah. and I wrote back on Twitter, which I don't think I've ever done to anyone's Twitter. I don't think I've ever seen you tweet. No, no. So I said, "You're not." And I could steal tell it was chair. you. I could tell it was you. 
Because there was no misspellings and no capitalizations. That's right. Me. Yeah. 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 I what, tell it, it as you. I say on my old radio show, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Right. So I could tell it was you. And so yeah. I get this. I was like, oh my gosh, I smoked out Pat. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. intending to. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect you to engage with this because honestly, I thought you didn't care about the chair. Because if you. If no, you, I actually or do. Or is this like if you love something, set it free kind of mentality? Well, it. It kind of looks great in the studio. It doesn't. Of course, anything looks good in the studio. True, <laughs> except me. But that's true. Uh-huh. I will say, though, it's awful being in that corner because look at how – see, like, the other yeah, chairs it, all get stacked up in the corner, and yeah. then you can't move around and all that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why somebody was like, oh, it's so annoying. And I'm like, I'm taking So this chair, if I happen to win the U.S. Senate race, I will take to D.C. and sit behind the desk instead of stealing my nephew's chair back. <laughs> which I donate. You don't to. want that to be your first act no. as a U.S. senator. I would elect. if I didn't have this chair, but this chair is very similar to the chair my it's dad a surrogate used to chair. Right. It's like a it's like a chair double. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one day I'll give this to another nephew. There you go. And put a plaque behind it. Stolen from the address of whatever. <laughs> Dilworth. Dilworth. Whatever. It's Dilworth. It was probably a, a liberal Democrat anyway. <laughs> nice. So. <laughs> Does your, probably does your for campaign, someone not voting for me. Anyway. I was going to say, does your campaign manager know you're here saying these things about I, Dilworth? <laughs> I, listen, I my campaign team threatens to fire me as much as the old WBT management threatens to fire me for going over commercial time. Well, that's actually same thing, politically incorrect. That's and, when you know you're okay is when they're still threatening to fire you. Yeah. Then you're fine. You're fine? Right. I used it's to when always they say stop. HR is right yeah. here at the window, yeah. you know, holding up my pink slip. Right. When they stop telling you that, that's when you worry. When my they... campaign team does not know I'm on the radio right now. Ah. So they're probably freaking out. Campaign, I'll give you the inside. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've played the game. I've been played by the game. I know the game. I'm here to expose the game. Part of the game is the campaign managers all think they're the bosses of the candidate. And they like order you around, and sooner, occasionally, you have to remind them, "Excuse me, but you're not the top dog." Mm-hmm. And even the lowest level people in your campaign start ordering you around. <laughs> you know, the 23 year olds who who have wisdom and know everything. True, that's true. Seriously, Just I mean, I, to I have a digital guy on my campaign team. Oh great, my gosh. great guy, and he tells me, you know, I'll send. I sent him a video from the James Bond movie last night to put on digital, and I said. Hey, and I kind of did one take going to the James. Bond. I said, "Hey, thanks for wishing, thanks to everyone for wishing me a happy birthday yesterday." I went to the James Bond happy movie birthday. for my birthday. Thanks. Yeah. And this is in honor of my mom and dad because they always used to take me to the oh, James Bond nice. movie. And then I said, "What James Bond do you like the best?" Pierce. Oh, that's Brosby. a good starter cue. See, look at the radio and chops. My twenty-four-year-old digital guy went, "Nah, nah, it's too long. You know, you got to redo it." And, it's you know, too long? Yeah, too long. The tweet was too long. So I was in an argument with some 24-year-old digital guy yesterday going, no, just go send the thing. Yeah. But I did redo it and make it a little shorter. Oh, all right. Well, that's fine. In front Edited. of the James Bond poster. I thought they were going to say something like you can't use the image. And <laughs> so that if you want to go to my Facebook or patbacroy.com, you'll see my little thing in front of the James Bond poster at Phillips go. Place last night. So do you remember sitting next to me in a movie theater? No, you don't. Is there, were, were it's you, a true story. Were you like, All right, hang on, stick around. I'll tell the story. Or yeah, no, no, or I'll what? tell you the story in a second. Hang Uh-oh. on, let's uh, let's check some traffic here with Boomer Von Cannon. I think he's here. Hello, Boomer. I need to bring my popcorn for that oh, one. Oh boy, <laughs> that's right. Watch out, Pat. <laughs> he's bringing it, man.
News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Pete Callender here and uh, former mayor, former governor, U.S. Senate candidate, currently and former radio talk show host right here on and, News Talk 1110. And we WBT. have an HR issue here at the company. Uh, well, I'm trying to take the chair, and you're trying to declare ownership of my chair. Property, the or it's, uh, there's Hancock, too. We're getting the band back together. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, no, the chair is, uh, it's on premises. The chair that I found in Dilworth on it, the cr- corner of the road, is nine I put in my car, nine, and I'm taking it away. I'm putting it back in my car in the back seat, taking it to my campaign right. headquarters with or without management's approval. Do you want me to sign it? I'll sign it for you. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, this chair is going to be Everybody always says that whenever I offer that. It's you weird. can sign it. No, you know, that'd kidding. be fine. That'd be fine. So, I like that. What, You're doing such a good job at, you know. At signing stuff. 12 to 3. Yeah. Period. So far, so good. I'm not fired Well, yet. you and I used to talk to each other when I was governor, and you were in Nashville. Correct. You did great there. That's where I got the concept of David from Asheville. <laughs> <laughs> so you would have to be the one to actually, somebody asked, who is Dave from Asheville? Mm-hmm. He's, a, and unique, I have, he's and now, a unique character. He is a unique character. But it would be on you. Well, we did our... Talktoberfest, I did it with Bo Thompson uh, two mm-hmm, weeks ago, mm-hmm. and that came up in the live stream comments. People wanted to know, mm-hmm. and Bo was not comfortable identifying Dave no, from Nashville. He's it everywhere. had to be your call, he said. David is everywhere. Dave is, he is everywhere. David is from everyone. There. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's a unique, he's a unique individual. You know, he's got that David from Nashville look, you know, the eclectic left liberal, kind of like the one who cussed me out at Harris Teeter two weeks ago. Not in Nashville. No, in right. Dilworth. In Dilworth. <laughs> Although I do in remember fact, just two blocks from where I got this chair, I got cussed out by. A, yeah, I uh, well, a you lady were also a, Dilworth. accosted at the Mana Food Bank Blue Jean Ball st- when I when, when you came and made a surprise visit for this fundraiser hmm. in Asheville while you were governor, oh, and the woman the food, accosted you to, to help the homeless with food. Right? How and, dare you? You're a monster, and you wanted mm-hmm. to help people. Uh, you know, raise awareness for this uh, food bank, and it's their annual fundraiser. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And all these BMWs and Mercedes in the car, but it was ninety nine percent, you know, left wingers, left wingers driving their big cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so I was there. Our, my producer, the who chamber was, of the commerce, came up to the Western yep. residence and said, "Kit Kramer, Kit yeah. Kramer used to work here in Charlotte." Yeah, she called me up and said, "Why don't you come down to this?" I went, "I don't think you want me down there." You know, Asheville's. I've got a lot of enemies there in Asheville. Well, the last time you tried to make an appearance to tout business development, they canceled me. Yeah, yeah. The right. Moog, the Moog Festival, Moog, Moog, whatever. Well, uh, maybe that's why you got canceled. <laughs> Just, I do have to pay. But I my, did. Well, I, I was to, sitting there at that food thing uh, near the river. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Near a river, I remember outdoors. I was having a great time. And you also, were, you were talking to me. Yeah, and all, and all of a sudden, a woman came. Yeah, so you don't even remember. Why would you, you remember sitting next to me? Look at this. I don't remember that. Well, he wouldn't. So he's not going to remember sitting in a movie theater right next to me. Of course, <laughs> you were at that food. You thing. were literally talking to me. I did not remember that. And this woman came up mm-hmm. and started yelling at you about expanding Medicaid. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and later you told on her that, you were not going to talk about this. Right, this time. I was here to raise money for right. food for the homeless, and then my security, after that happened, came to me. I was sitting there having great food, having a great time with you. Apparently, no, apparently not. Apparently, I just you know <laughs> thought you were one of the homeless that were quite were possible. Out. Quite possible. Um, so the security all of a sudden whispered in my ear and said, uh, "Governor, we got to get out of here." And I said, "They could not control the situation." I'm having a great time. We're not getting out of here. 
Governor, there's a group of women who are about to spill or pour a bottle of wine on top of your head. We need to get out of here. I still don't see what the security threat is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was more of an awkward threat. Right. Yeah, I mean, they're going to get close enough to dump a bottle of wine. Like, Yeah, they were. you don't know what they would have done with a bottle of wine, but yeah, apparently yeah. they were steaming up. The eclectic left anger was going up. And, and so out of respect for my security, because right. I didn't want to put them in an awkward position. No, no, of course I said Because you would take the bottle of wine. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> it wasn't about good. that. Yeah, right. no, no. It, was, it was in deference to the security detail. Right. Uh, it really was. Because like I had me. certain people yeah. attack me in downtown Raleigh or come and cuss me out. Right. And, and you on, gave them cookies. On two, one time I gave them cookies. That, you know, that ended up being like the front page of the newspaper that how dare you give oh, protesters cookies. Eric Erickson... The talk show host in Georgia. Yeah, he's now syndicated and all. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he loved it. Oh, he was like, he's like, all this time, people have been wondering <laughs> on the right how to defeat these abortion uh, rights people and just this this nastiness. Well, they stuff. made and it apparently into a gender it, thing. Well, yeah, I gave women cookies. I didn't know there were. They all women dressed at the time. up in 1920s period outfit. That was not you. They did that. So, so I, were, I gave him the cookies. You, I walked out in the gate, and you know the governor's. Oh, I've seen the known. I've seen the photos. Yeah, the parent. And I gave him cookies, and they refused to take them. And then they huddled together. No, they they took them because you there's a because then you turned and walked away but, and but waved they, at them. They first <laughs> huddled to decide whether to take them. Whether or not. to take them, right? So I stood there while they were like in a panther huddle. Yeah. Before a bad interception. And oh, you, do, uh, you don't sound bitter at all. Next thing I know, game. next thing I know, it was on the front page of the newspaper. So let's get, hang on. No, let's actually go to a news break so I don't get fired. And then we'll, uh, I I'll actually tell you, I'll actually news breaks when I, I had my I own show. I know. <laughs> all right. Marsha, Mc... Marsha doesn't care. I swear that Pat the McCrory. VP doesn't care about news breaks. <laughs> Pat McCrory, stay, stay right there. All right. The movie uh, we've got theater. Mark, yeah, the yes. movie theater. We'll pay it off in a minute. <laughs> See, the problem here with the problem that I have is that former mayor, former governor, current U.S. Senate candidate, Pat McCrory, you had a two-hour daily radio show where you mm -hmm. told a whole bunch of stories. But because I wasn't in town and because I was mm -hmm. doing my own show mm -hmm. and had my own mm -hmm. uh, show mm -hmm. and all, I couldn't listen as religiously to your show as you, I'm sure, listen to mine now. So mm -hmm. the I don't know what stories you've told and which I ones you've not. I just told you, you were, uh, we were telling, I was telling I, you a I Leslie just, Stahl 60 Minutes story. Right. So I find this to be remarkable in that the story that I told about the big coal ash spill, mm -hmm. that I said you were directly responsible because you got dressed up in the scuba gear with uh, Senate leader Phil Berger, mm -hmm. and you guys swam underneath the mm -hmm. the pond, mm -hmm. the retention that's pond, false. and you blew the pipe no, up that's false. in order to destroy the environment. That is not true. That is not true. What I told Leslie Stahl from 60 Minutes, that me and a couple of old buddies of mine from Ragsdale High School in Jamestown went up to the top of the coal power with a six-pack of Bud, which I don't even drink, by the way. And uh, You don't drink Bud? <laughs> Let's don't get specific. <laughs> And and uh, and broke the pipe so it'd go down in Virginia. That's what I told Leslie Stahl. 
And she believed me for about 20 seconds because she wanted to nail me on 60 Minutes. And thought you would just tell her that story. But the Cole Ash story ended as soon as Roy Cooper, Cooper. got elected. It was yeah. over. And he enacted the exact same water policy that I enacted. Yeah. The exact same water policy. It's gone now. So, you know, that's, that's science. Right, right. No, that's how that's it works. science. I just find it remarkable that we both came mm. up with you as the person that blew the pipe up. Well, I didn't blow Even it up. I didn't blow it up. I, it was with a shovel okay, so that I told Leslie Stahl, which was not the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but, right. you know, 60 Minutes was going to slant the story anyway. Right. You might as well give it to him. It is. that The whole coal ash story was, I mean, it, it really does encapsulate the, uh, this is, I have a list of rules for journalisming and uh, this is rule number two, which is if the scandal involves a Democrat, then the story is the Republican response to the scandal. But mm-hmm. if, the, if the story or the scandal is, involves a Republican, then the story is the scandal. And that is a perfect example yeah. of it in that the coal ash uh, rules and the regulations had been in place for decades. Mm-hmm. And the inspection process, all of that was mapped out mm-hmm. under Democrat administration, uh, administrations yeah. Yeah, and Democrat legislatures. Mm-hmm run by the very same mm-hmm. machine mm-hmm. that gave us Roy Cooper, yet you walk in the door, drink a bunch of beer, break the pipe, and <laughs> now it's all of a sudden... It's... Now that'll be in a commercial. <laughs> right. Uh, so, but, but, Your quote will be... My, my, my campaign right. team just texted me, get yeah, off the air. Get off the air. Right. So, yeah, Pete, uh, local local radio... Oh, they'll get the call letters right on that one. But the, um, uh, the, the, the point here is that they attributed malice and they attributed policy to the spill to right. you and to the republicans in the legislature when all of those the, nah, the, it was all, all toward me it, all right election. well no, i mean they, they, they you don't think those. any went to the no legislature no i know none the commercials didn't have the legislators picture well no uh, some out west did they, had, they took down nathan ramsey with that stuff they had Pat McCrory has coal ash on his hands. True. Dripping on billboards all over Greensboro. How, why did you pose for that picture? I know it. I should have done it. That was, <laughs> I didn't listen to that 23 year old uh, campaign guy. There you go. See? <laughs> so, so this is part of the not dilemma, but it's one of the challenges I have is that I don't know all the stories you've told. Mm. You told the 60 minute story. Well, I'm, so. I'm hearing a story for, from you. I was in Asheville when the ladies almost attacked me with right. a wine bottle and. You're, other things you're not hearing the story for me you were literally there with me <laughs> I, didn't, I don't remember you at the time i'm just but i was having I'm a good time with you i, I just present. don't remember it was you so what were you it wasn't bud they were craft beers at the blue jean ball they always have craft beers at the, i don't remember you don't remember i okay. don't remember i wasn't drinking at that homeless at, thing we went to it's either. not for the homeless it's for it was a food pantry oh it was for hunger yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to raise money for hunger, and the liberals well, from Nashville hunger. didn't want You're not to... raising it for hunger. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> you're right. against you're, hunger. You're correct. You're... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you do need some 23-year-olds to help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, the movie. Yeah. Die Hard 4. Wow. I think it was the fourth. Hor- yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrible movie. Not good. One of the worst movies. This is where, like, Bruce Willis jumped off. A building from you know eighteen stories, and he there was the fighter jet. He limped after, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was yeah. the guy running doing because yeah. remember parkour, whatever it's called, where people run off of the sides. It's one of the of worst movies I've ever seen. So I was next to you in that movie. You were there with a friend of yours. Mm. You had gone to see the movie, and when we when my wife and I walked in, you guys had left two seats on the end, which mm-hmm. is weird that you left these two mm-hmm. seats on the end, 
Um, but is that a thing? Like, is that a security thing? Like, you didn't want to be all the way on the edge? Because I don't know. Was you... I governor at the time? I don't know. No, no, okay. no. So you were, you were. this was after you were mayor, I think. I don't know. Or maybe you were still mayor at the time. You were mayor for like a really long time. So yeah, 14 years. Yeah. Yeah. But who's counting? But the, so for, so I think you may have been mayor at the I time. I couldn't get elected dog catcher here right now. Yeah, probably not anymore. No. But I, but no. I mean, I don't think any Republican mm. could get elected mm. citywide or mm. uh, countywide. But um, yeah, die hard for And when I was walking up and I see the two empty seats i'm like oh let's sit here Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then as as i go to sit down Mm -hmm. i don't recognize whoever your friend was i to this day i could not tell Mm -hmm. you you don't even remember no so obviously a very close friend that you were i don't know know. i'm trying to remember yeah i don't anyway it was a terrible movie we get up and that's when and so then the lights come on Mm -hmm. and and as we we stand up that's when I realized, or I think I realized it when I sat down, but you realized it at that point. And then I think you were probably searching your brain to think, did you say anything inappropriate in the presence of a media person? Nah, I wouldn't have thought that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have cared. Obviously, our uh, our conversations don't leave. But, but you and I got in the newspaper a week or two ago. I thought it was... Really? Because I was on your station over the phone about a month ago, and yep. WREL, a very conservative outlet, which is the opposite. It's owned by one of the most liberal activists in North Carolina. Jim Goodman. Jim Goodman and his wife. Carolina Broadcast His Company. wife helps protest, uh, helps, helps uh, fund all these left-wing organizations. Mm-hmm. The George Soros of North Carolina. Yeah, but so I for made... people who don't realize like how involved the Goodmans are in the funding, there's mm. a website mapping the left, and they, they make mm. all these connections, and they hired... NC Blue is financed by all these groups. NC Blue. Called NC Blue, yeah. These are the Blueprint NC folks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eviscerate, mm-hmm. agitate, cogitate, litigate, mm-hmm. eviscerate. Evi- eviscerate. They were going to eviscerate Pat McCrory. Right. Right. And... Uh, and so they own Capital Broadcast Company, mm-hmm. which owns WRAL. And for folks who aren't really clear about WRAL, they like they drive so much of the political yes. coverage in this state. Yes. Um, and they've got a guy they just brought from the News and Observer a couple of years ago over to them, Andy Specht. Mm-hmm. And he did a big fact check. On like your a mic- radio show. Um, well, it was on you. It wasn't on my show. But it was your I mean, show. Because you didn't do so well. <laughs> I apparently was fine. A month and a half after your interview, they get around to doing a fact check on something you said, and they labeled it mostly false, which I also could make the argument that it's partly true, because isn't partly true mostly false and vice versa? Uh, it was it was true. But it, it, your position was it was true, because this was about the uh, Ted Budd, uh, the Agris. Well, I, was, I said three points about Congressman Bud, he said he helped lead a company, and then he said, "May I had nothing to do with it because mm-hmm. George Soros was the largest a stockholder of that company." Right, and I asked you, "Is that does that matter if it's just his fund?" And well, you when said, you're yes, the largest does. stockholder and one of only three voting members, I, approximately, I don't have the numbers in front of me. Of the you better be careful. Decisions. You're going to get yeah, fact checked again. So anyway, George Soros well, was a major show. owner of that company, the largest owner of that company, about 9% or so, which is still a large percentage of a company. Yeah, because I said, is that a lot? You said, well, yes, it is. He's the biggest mm-hmm. shareholder. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So they didn't judge that being mostly false. They, that's they mostly didn't even true. cover it because yeah. they don't want to touch George Soros on WRL. 
You know, you can't, if you're a right. liberal columnist, right. you cannot go after George Soros. And anyone who mentions him right. is an anti-Semite. Right, but George but just, Soros— Just for the record, absolutely. I will give you some, I will give you some, uh, yeah, some cover here. No, my, my grandfather I'm was Jewish. A, you're fine. So I'm, I'm a quarter Jewish? I'm a, you're okay. My mom's name was hers. My grandmother's name was Herzberg and Schwann. I don't know what that means. I don't either. <laughs> All right. I do know, but I anyway, got, I, so I do George know Soros I, no, 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 owned eight percent of the ag company. <laughs> I that feel went, Bo's pain now. I somehow now, am, I feel closer to Bo Thompson now I, than I feel. Did like I tell I you ever I hate have. Bo Thompson? <laughs> the Boy Scout. Yes. I've always, he's You've such a me. Boy Scout. All right, hang on. But <laughs> Boomer, Boomer Von Cannon, <laughs> yes. probably also a Boy I Scout. I hate Boomer too. Oh, say, Bring it on, man. Nobody, nobody hates Boomer. Ah, uh, Boomer. Oh, we'll take you back to Greensboro, Pat. Yeah, good <laughs> memories. News Talk 1110993 WBT. So, honestly, had a whole show ready to go. And uh, I was just coming in to steal my chair. My staff's waiting, my campaign team's waiting for me to bring him lunch. So uh, this is what you. it takes to get my chair out of your studio. I think it's I'm a fair take advantage trade. of it. Yeah, I think that's a fair trade. Yeah, that an hour of your time for the chair. I mean, I'm not saying I'm I've been holding it hostage, but I think that's a fair. Well, you tweeted trade. about taking my chair, and you knew it was my chair that I had taken off the curb in Dilworth. Possession is nine-tenths the law. You brought I, it here. I've never read that. I don't you know left it here for two written. years. And in law, if you've just, if this is an abandonment issue. You Look, here comes as the, the mayor. Here comes a libertarian right, talking about law. As the former mayor, you voted on how many NREMs in your day? Probably none because mayors don't vote. But you were, you, were, you were in charge of the city when they were mm-hmm. demoing all yeah, these yeah, houses. Yeah, 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 I know. Abandonment? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for the third now, parallel I will runway. Take, Right. I will now. I will. I will take this opportunity to tell you you were right. I was wrong. Hmm. About what? The about south, which thing? The South Line. Well, the only thing. It's the oh, the only light thing rail. That you the South right. South Line. The South Line. And I remember. Yeah, I'm proud of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember the the big fights, the long arguments, and uh, your your position was that because there were people at this radio station that would call it the McCrory line, mm-hmm. and your argument was that it will be successful, and when it is, nobody will call it that. <laughs> Which has happened. And it has ha- You were correct. Yeah. Right. And there were a lot of people that didn't buy into the vision. I don't know if you envisioned Millennial Row down there with all the kids on the scooters. Uh, I predicted about $2 billion of new investment. And I think it's probably eight to twelve now. Oh, so a you were wrong. Good to know. You were wrong. I was wrong. I <laughs> underestimated the success. But the the thing I'm most proud of is not the light rail line. It's the path that behind the scenes I demanded. There's a path that goes all the way along the light yeah. rail line that everyone walks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people refer to it as the trail, the light rail trail. The Macquarie Trail. No, no, my my name's no anything that's successful. My name's not on it. Believe me, my name will be on nothing in, in this state. city or state, which well, is, is good because that means my name will never be taken down from something. That's true. That's very forward thinking. Very progressive. If <laughs> that's you will. very progr- Very tolerant. Now th- that's a really good point. Though, but I, this was something else that you were a big uh, believer in uh, as governor. You you didn't want the politicians' names on all of the streets and, and the roads and bridges. And I you succeeded said, in not making sure my name was on nothing. You led by example. <laughs> well, I think I led by <laughs> the well, politicians today in Charlotte wouldn't dare put my name on anything. So this is another point 
that kind of drives me nuts is that you've got Democrats that constantly pine for bipartisanship, at mm-hmm. least publicly. Mm-hmm. And media go along with that narrative. They just always assume that the Democrats Until position, it's Manchin from West Virginia. Right. Which, by the I haven't checked. It's been about 15 minutes since I checked. Has he changed his position yet on the filibuster? I no, but he did just say, he, I read this morning, that he did something that I did as governor, and or I did as mayor. And that is, he's, he, the, if there's a new child tax credit yeah. passed in the future, he would cut it in half, approximately, and he would do a means test that you have to look for work. Right. You got to be, yeah, yeah got to be looking for Which is exactly what I did as governor, uh, as mayor for public housing. Mm-hmm. And boy, I call a lot of heat for that. Remember the old Earl Village, Dalton yep. Village? Yeah. So forth. I requ- I went to the Bush administration and asked the, for the, for the first grants. waiver for yeah. a Hope Six grant. I got the Hope Six grant, but I asked for a waiver to say if you live in public housing and you can work, you have to go look for a job. And the Bush administration, to their credit, accepted that. Now, when I was governor, they tried to convince me to do Medicaid expansion, which I wasn't interested in for many, many reasons. Mm -hmm. Uh, One reason, we were bankrupt in the current Medicaid system in North Carolina at the time. Yeah, it was a mess. Hundreds of millions of dollars in debt that I inherited. But I was kind of – I met with Obama in in the Oval Office, and he said, would you consider it? And I said, well, would you consider a means test uh, requiring work? Because we're mainly talking about men and expanding – For the expansion component. For the expansion. Most people forget Medicaid was set up for women and children and and the elderly. Right. And if you you expand it, you really are hurting them, Mm -hmm. one of the arguments – and I said, well, would you consider a requirement like I did for public housing as Mayor Charlotte, Mr. President? And he went, absolutely not. This is different. And I said, what's the difference? Well, that's- And we got into a very extensive give and take. Mm-hmm. I presented my argument. He presented argument, his argument. And then he said, this meeting's over. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my meeting as governor of North Carolina with President Obama saying, I'd be curious, if North Carolina went to Medicaid expansion, would you consider a work waiver? Right. Well, And, this and he was, went, absolutely not. And this was right at the beginning when they, had, when they were getting sued. There was all the litigation. Could states right. be forced to take the – or forced to expand, and then the right. Supreme Court gave and some the states, states were – some Republican out. states were actually taking it. Yeah. yeah Indiana, yeah, yeah. Ohio, and several others. Yeah. So uh, we kind of had agreement to disagree. But it was a pretty – tense exchange between me and President Obama in the Oval Office. To say, I said, why can't I do exactly what I did as Mayor Charlotte when the Bush administration allowed me to ask for a waiver for work requirements? See, this is some of the common sense thinking I want to bring to D.C., oh, which see, I did as governor. Now his campaign staffers are going to be happy. Yeah, it's I had all to bring worthwhile. That You've made it all. This is the common sense that I want to bring to D.C. because I was right. I was right with Obama. I was right with Bush as mayor and governor in and asking for a work South- waiver because, you know, right now we're paying people more not to work than to work, which is exactly the opposite of what I did as governor. When I became governor in 2013, fix the unemployment. System. I reduced yeah. the unemployment compensation because we had one of the highest in the country. And that's when all the moral Monday protests started. And I started getting attacked mm-hmm. in restaurants and things of this nature because I reduced unemployment compensation. I paid off a $2.3 billion debt, yep. which Mr. Cooper, I gave left you about a two to $3 billion surplus. I haven't got my thank you letter yet. Oh, I'm sure it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. And 
it was the best decision we ever made because three months later, we had the largest drop in unemployment. I predict right now, now that the unemployment is ending in September, it just ended, it'll probably take, based upon my experience, another two months for people to start accepting jobs that are open everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, Two months. There'll be a two-month delay. All right. Well, two months. We'll have you back. We'll see if he was correct, as he was with the South Rail Line. Okay. Former mayor, former governor. I'm USA sorry I don't remember Patrick you Corey. when I see you in movie theaters. I didn't remember you when <laughs> I saw you at a uh, fundraiser fundraiser to fight hunger. hunger to fight Not hunger. for hunger, Not but for to it. fight hunger. Right. All right. Pat McCrory, good to see you again. You Actually, the security the said they were more worried about you attacking me. Fair. That's <laughs> tough, but fair. Okay. Pete, I'm proud of what you're All doing. Right. Take Great the to chair. have you in Charlotte. Thanks Back so much. Charlotte. Take care, man. News is next.